wandering She's been wandering We were going down to the riverside Welcome to Cheese Underground Radio. I'm Jeannie Carpenter. Thanks so much for joining us. This week, we visit the tiny village of Sotras de Cabrales in Spain. We talk with a husband and wife team making Cabrales, the famous Spanish blue cheese from the milk of cows and goats. And then we follow them down into their natural limestone caves in the heart of the Picos de Europa Mountains to see where Cabrales is aged. Stay with us. I'm going out with my sweet Monica to the river's edge of the Pacatonica. My guitar on my back and my harmonica. We're all going down to the Pacatonica. This episode of Cheese Underground Radio is sponsored by the Caves of Faribault. Makers of cave-aged blue cheeses in Faribault, Minnesota. Try their Ama Blue, the first blue cheese made and marketed in the United States. Or St. Pete Select, a signature premium American blue cheese. Caves of Faribault cheeses are the only cheeses in America aged in natural, underground, sandstone caves. Learn more at FaribaultDairy.com. There is a saying in the region of Cabrales, Spain, that the higher the village, the better the cheese. And in the tiny village of Sotras de Cabrales, elevation 3,300 feet, there is a feeling that indeed some of the best blue cheese in the world might just be made here. That's because every two days for 10 months of the year, the husband and wife team of Jessica Lopez and Javier Diaz craft Cabrales a blue cheese made from unpasteurized cow's milk or blended in the traditional manner with goat and or sheep milk. In fact, because Cabrales is a protection designation of origin cheese, all of the milk used in its production must come exclusively from animals in a small region, and all wheels must be aged in caves located in the Cabrales municipality. And a Caesarea Mayin, we find out exactly how Cabrales is made and aged. You'll hear the voices of owner Javier Diaz and our translator, Sandra Benzal. Esta quesería es una quesería familiar, digamos. Eh, los propietarios somos mi mujer y yo, y también somos los, los trabajadores habituales. Uh -huh. Trabajamos ella y yo, y en temporada alta una chica más. Uh -huh. So this is a family business. Uh, I am introducing you, I have the pleasure to introduce you to Javier. He's the owner together with his wife, Jessie. Later you will see Jessie around. And they are the usual, they are the owners and the workers of here. And in the high season, so in the summer, when they are busier, they hire some extra persons. Quantas? Una. One, one extra person. <laughs> But sometimes in, during the cheese-making process, uh, his, um, uh, his uh, brother-in-law and his father also help. Especially in a peculiar work <laughs> that you will see later. Uh -huh. His parents also make Cabrales cheese. They have their own business. And Javier and his wife started 10 years, 10 years six months ago with their own business. They started renting an um, uh, installation, another building, 
And since two, uh, for the last two years and four months, they have owned their own installation. So this it was built for them. Okay. So as you know, Cabrales is a protected cheese eh, under the denomination of protected origin denomination. Uh, and it coincides with the council or the county called Cabrales. It's like, you know, the, 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 the administration of Asturias is divided into small counties. And in this case, the denomination of Cabrales coincides with the whole territory of the county of Cabrales, where it's allowed to make this cheese. With, within Cabrales County, there are different villages. Okay? One of the rules uh, is that the milk must have been produced within always the territory of the county of Cabrales. Eh, otra muy importante es que los quesos. Another important rule is that the cheese have to uh, uh, ferment or age and age in the caves within always the same county of Cabrales. Could not be in the in the caves where we were yesterday, but there is where Gamoneo is aged. Mm -hmm. And also another obvious rule is that the cheese farms must be as well located within the same area. So caves, milk and farms always within the county of Cabrales. Eso es. Esas son, digamos, las tres principales. Esas son las tres principales condiciones. Y una característica de este cheese es que es hecho de cow milk, mainly. It can be made of only cow milk or cow milk with cheese or goat or with the three of them. But the, mm, the biggest portion will always be cow milk. Y la leche que se utiliza es leche cruda. Mm -hmm. Raw milk, only use raw milk, no pasteurizada ni nada. The cow milk, in this case, they buy it from cow farmers eh, that they know eh, close, and uh, they only make cheese from cow and goat, not sheep. And the goats, they have them, they own them. Um, the, of goat, they only make cheese in the winter and, and spring months. And uh, the rest of the year, they make it only of cow milk. Either the rest of the year, the rest of the months, only uh, cow milk. Mm -hmm. they, they work every, uh, every two days. I mean, they make cheese one day, one day yes, one day no, every two days. So today they are making cheese, as you can see. She's his wife, uh, uh, Jesse, you are seeing. And then they bring the, the milk here and they warm it up to 25-30 degrees Celsius, which uh, will be uh, around 80-85 degrees Fahrenheit. Then uh, once they have warmed up the milk, they add up the rennet uh, and they let it develop the, the curd coagulate. two hours. Coagulate, they let it coagulate two hours. Exactly. Does he use any culture? Um, starter culture? Starter culture. Ferments? ¿Utilizas eh, fermentos? Eh, normalmente no. Si en este caso la leche siempre está muy fría, otras veces Some, no. Sometimes they do, if possible not, so they just uh, warm up slowly the, the milk so they develop its own acids, no? Mm -hmm. But if you are more in a hurry, well, because you have to make more production, then they do add uh, ferments to fermentate.
exactly the milk. So once, as uh, you know, once the coagulation is over, huh? so the, the, the past is, is cut no? in order to separate it from the wing. So um, slowly they, they are just letting the, 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 way, we, the, the way separate, no? And then they, as we saw before with Gamoneo, no? That they, also with the mass, no? With the, with the cart, they kind of massage, no? Mold it, yes? And then fill it up in the molds, in these plastic molds, you see. They won't press this cheese. The idea is to leave the porous quite open and you see all kind of holes eh, that you can see, uh, in order that they can later in the cave, the penicillium, the, eh, the bacteria can, can go through the cheese better. Eh? It won't be pierced, it's everything done manually. Normally in Gamoneo, eh, well normally some producers, they do press the cheese to make it more compact. Hmm? While uh, well, the one we visited this morning, he didn't press, eh? he left the pore was a bit open, yeah. so it could go through a bit the, mm -hmm. the blue, mm -hmm. the penicillium. Does he feed his way to pigs? Does the suero a los cerdos? Yes. <laughs> yes, to have, to, he gives it um, to a, yes, a, a pig's farm. Just give it, uh, no, not sold or anything. After these two days that the cheese has been inside the, the, the plastic mold, you see it has decreased its height, eh? it's lower, because slowly the sweat, the whey, is draining. That in the two days that is here, the cheese in the molds, they also turn them eh? at different times along the two days. Once it's finished, eh? the, 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 this time, these two days in the molds, they will remove the mold and then the cheese uh, will be added salt, normal salt on all the sides of it. And then they will let it rest in the shelves that now we see empty for two days. Uh, they, and also while it has been salted uh, and uh, is resting on the shelves, uh, also that in, in once in the morning, once at night, in two days, they turn it and they put more salt. So in those two days that it was resting on the shelves and they put salt, the salt also made that it develops a, a, a hard, a little bit hard uh, rinds, yes? And uh, then when it's ready, they just removed away the salt that didn't stick, no? And then just take the cheeses to this uh, other room that is here next to us, hmm? to dry. The drying room. In these two rooms, the temperature is different. Eh? The one first for the elaboration, as I said, between 20 and 25 degrees. So between actually, it will be more like 70, 75 degrees, eh? not even reaching 80. While here, the 10 a 15, is the 10 is between in the drying room, is between 10 and 12 degrees Celsius, which will be like uh, between uh, 50 and uh, yeah, 55 degrees. Did you say you control the humidity or the set? The humidity, how do you control the humidity? Here it has to be between 60 and 80% of humidity. The humidity should be here between 60 and 80% and it's controlled by this. In this room, the cheese will be drying between 15 and 20 days and they also uh, every two, three days they turn them always so they dry from every, every side. 
And so in this uh, room, the latest, uh, the, the newest cheese made is on the right side of the room, on the top, in the top shelf, yeah? We can see uh, only a few there. Uh, while the one that has been here already longer is here in front of us in the lowest level, that if you look, you will see that some already have some blue mold, some blue mold, eh? because of the humidity in this room. He didn't put, did he put the blue mold in back here? No, it's... it's no, no, the blue mold here. is developed by itself due to the humidity here. Yeah. The, it will be developed much more in the caves. But here, this room has 60 to 80% humidity. Mm -hmm. So also favorites or makes it, we see the evolving of this penicillium. So the, the, the caves have a higher humidity and they will develop much more this penicillium. Mm -hmm. So it's not injected, it's not put, it's natural, eh? this, mm -hmm. this blue. Mm -hmm. After these 15 or 20 days, they select the cheeses and they already bring them up to the caves. They use three different caves eh? and uh, they work with three caves and it's because the conditions in every cave is different, all right? Mm -hmm. so, but the same cheese will stay in the same cave all the time. Mm -hmm. It's not like they are combining caves, moving one cheese mm -hmm. from one to another. No, it's because, as we will see when we see it, that three, they made like three different types of cheeses, and each one makes its aging mm -hmm. in different cave, because they have different characteristics. Actually, uh, so it's three caves, but two have the same characteristics, and there is another one that's different. I just told you that there were three different, no. but no, it's two are the same condition, let's say humidity, penicillium, etc. and there is another one different. Yes, yes. We will now visit one, one of these three caves, which is the one that is different to the other two, but the other two are also farther away, that's why we don't go there, all right? The one we will go now, we can reach by walking, but the, another one that they have is uh, in the other side of the mountain, just behind. And to do that, to bring the cheese there, they take the car, they, they drive to the next village, and then from where they leave the car, they have to walk 50 minutes with horses. Con caballos, hecho? ¿Y qué más? Ellos llevan los quesos y yo caminando. The cheese carry the, hay the cheese, the horses carry the cheese to the cave, but they go with them, obviously. But it's 50 minutes time to do that. Eso es. Es el único medio de transporte que llega hasta la cueva. It's the only vehicle uh, that can arrive to the cave without them having to transport them physically. You know? That's why they use the, the horses. You want to ask something? Is that, is that cheese labeled the same? So if you have different characteristics of one, those two caves and this cheese, are they under the same name and label? ¿En la etiqueta esto se diferencia? Ahora cuando las veamos vais a ver la diferencia. Yes, there is a difference in the label. Mm -hmm. We will see that. Later he shows us the different labels. How many different cheese makers or creameries make Cabarras? ¿Cuántos productores hay de Cabarras, lo sabes? Seguramente no, 28 o 29. 28, 29. ¿Las cuevas son vuestras o se but now the case belong to the municipality, to the village, and then so every producer can use them. But we will, he will explain us more about it. How did he learn this craft? ¿Cómo has aprendido esta elaboración, el proceso por tus padres? Pues de, sí. From Desde his parents. Desde que nací me dediqué a esto, con lo cual... Since he was little, he worked with his father. Remember, his parents also made cheese. So he learned it from his parents. Mm.
¿Y Main? ¿Main qué es? ¿Es Main ahí? es la tercera cueva. Vale. De also interesting. The third cave eh, is an amount called Main, which is the name also of the quesería of the cheese farm where we are, eh? quesería Main. And that's on a height of uh, 4,500 feet. Yes. And there neither the horses nor the cars arrive, so they have to transport the cheese in their backs on by foot, eh, on foot. Okay, that's why he was saying that he has the help of his brother-in-law and his father-in-law. I said before father, but no, the father-in-law and the brother-in-law do this transportation of the cheese in the bags to the third cave of mine. And that's when they help them. Also, the temperatures are different. Eh? This, one, this first one we will go, normally has a constant temperature of 10 degrees, which is uh, 50, uh, 50 Fahrenheit. And the other ones being higher, they are between around 6, 7, 6 to maximum 8 degrees. So will be 40, no, 44. Let me think. 6, 12, so yeah, 42, 44 degrees Fahrenheit. Lower temperature, lower temperature. Mm -hmm. Higher physically, higher in meters, higher altitude, lower temperature. So the humidity is different also? ¿Y la, ¿La humedad también es distinta? No, la humedad en todas las No, the humidity is about the same. By law, to be considered cabrales, also the humidity must be always above 90% in the caves which are already selected caves. Estas cuevas de aquí arriba están normalmente entre el 95 y el 99% de humedad. Normally, in this case, the case where he has his cheese are between 95 and 100% humidity. So, according to how ripe they are, do they move from cave to cave, or are they aged only in one cave? They only age in one cave. Also, the difference between the caves, uh, in the higher caves, the um, the process of well the of the of the cheese will the, it will be age longer time because also it's lower temperature around eight or ten months while the cheese from this closer cave temperature is a bit higher will be the aging period four months so if they had this cheese in the first cave longer time uh, that is, is fermenting in fact so. Uh, it, will, it won't be eatable because it will become too, too soft uh, and will be, will be breaking. Mm, that's why the difference as well. Always the temperature and the humidity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why eh, they choose which cheese they bring to one or another, just to make a different type. Bueno, eh, siempre incidimos en cómo tiene que ir. It's very important to remark the labeling, no? The importance of the labeling. Why? Because like any famous cheese in the world, there are copies, no? And people, and frauds, frauds, you call it? People that sell one cheese, like if it was a real Cabrales, but it's not. And that's why the labeling is so important. The labeling will be given by the regulating council, la etiquetado lo da el consejo, no? The wine regulate. I the wine. Sorry, this Cabrales uh, regulating council is the one that delivers to the farms inscripted in the DOP this kind of paper. Eh? This cheese always comes the, the real Cabrales in this aluminium paper that has this green color or dark green color around, where it's written 
DOP, eh, Protected Origin Denomination, Cabrales. Eh, denomination means uh, appellation, right? And then we'll have also this uh, band around with the white, green, red stripes. And in the middle, the crest of the regulating council. That's the way to know it's a real Cabrales. Well, the, the part that makes it different from farm to farm is a round circle <coughs> that the design and the will be chosen by every farmer, all right? So in the case of Caseria Main, you have the two different circles, and the one on the left, lighter uh, cream color, uh, that's the one of the cheese, um, uh, ripen, ripen? Uh, age, ripen. excuse me, or ripen, uh, four months in the closer cave, while the one that's 10 months in the upper caves comes with a black label. So they haul everything up there by horseback and they haul it all back down and package here. Where is the wrapping put on here? Eh, el tema, cuando ya están listos, los caballos que los traen ya con el papel, no el papel, no, el tema, no, no. Eh, todo esto se hace aquí. Eso como... es, eh, en la que vamos ahora, que es una cueva que está cerca y es muy accesible, mm. en que The one that comes from this closer cave, what, uh, what they do, they bring the full paper, the silver paper there and then they wrap it there, but the band and the stamp in the middle is put here. While the other ones that come from the farther caves, no, they are brought in bags and then they are wrapped here in the, all the way back, right? I bring them down here to do this. Every, every cheese, every, every, every wheel has as well a number. Yeah? So the regulating council can tell you exactly where it comes from that cheese, the time of, of, of ripening, um, and all the characteristics of that cheese. Because every wheel, singular, has its own name, uh, its own number, right? that is a stamp. <coughs> it's a stamp, higher number, number, and UE71242, the other one will be 43, etc. That's right. So it's everything controlled, let's say, right? so to avoid frauds. Another characteristic of the Cabrales, is in the circle of the crest we have a leaf. Eh? It's a leaf of arfe, which I was going to say. Maple, to is you, you, what? Maple, maple, maple leaf. Maple leaf. Maple leaf. Maple leaf. That is like, like in the Canadian Canadian uh, flag, and um, that leaf is what was used uh, formerly to wrap the cheeses. Eh? Since 1981, exists this. Uh, cheese regulating council uh, and, the and the protected denomination of DOP, no, of Cabrales. But since then, they always come the cheeses with this green aluminum paper and the color band around. But before creating the, the denomination, they were wrapped with this uh, maple leaf. Oh, nobody does that anymore? ¿Y nadie lo hace ya? No, está prohibido. It's forbidden. Lo puedes hacer, pero no, no va a ser un cabrales. You, you may do it, but you will not be able to call it cabrales. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to walk to the cave. We walk 12, 15 minutes. We have to cross a little bit these streets over the village, and then we will reach the, the caves. Although Cabrales is a blue cheese, it's important to remember that no blue mold spores are actually added to the milk during its production. 
Instead, the cheesemaker relies on hundreds of years of blue mold built up in ancient limestone caves to naturally inoculate the wheels from the outside in to create one of the strongest, deepest blues in the world. After we walk down a steep, rocky path to the cave, Javier gives us more details as he unlocks the heavy steel door built into the rock wall of a mountain. Now he will explain about the caves, where they are located, the use of them, and then we will enter. Iba a hacer un viaje a Madrid y entre sus pertenencias llevaba queso de cabrales. Vale. Es la primera vez que... Well, they don't know exactly the origins of the Cabrales uh, cheese making, no? When it starts this tradition of aging in caves and so. He, for example, on his case, his family has been uh, doing it for generations, grandparents, great-grandparents. The only written documentation left eh, is a book written by Jovellanos. Jovellanos is a very important thinker, philosopher, <coughs> writer from Asturias, who lived in the early 19th century. And then in one of his trips that he's making to Madrid, around 1812, uh, he writes in his book that, among other things he brings with him to Madrid, is Cabrales cheese from here. But nothing else left from before written documentation about the, the cheese making here. Also, take into account that it's a very isolated area. Eh? Here was made the cheese for the consume of these people around, and, and that's it, no? along the, the history. Bordear el valle hasta llegar a esa cueva que estaría enfrente es lo que hacemos con los caballos durante 50 minutos. Vale. Well, the, the other cave, the second cave where they go with the horses is located just here behind this mountain in a valley that's looking like, like this. And then normally with the car, they will arrive to more or less so a location like here. And then with the horses, they will be walking down these pathways to the cave that will be across the, the valley. 50 minutes approximately with the horses. Uh, it's just to give us an idea of how it looks the other valley, it's similar to this. Y luego la tercera cueva, la que vamos caminando, vamos por esta pista okay. y termina ahí. For the third one, the third cave, it's, uh, if you're looking there on the top, on the right, we see a one peak covered uh, partially by the cloud that's moving. So at the bottom, at the base of that peak, is where the third cave is. So the way to reach uh, through the road over there, we can see one car driving there. So arrives more or less in that direction, stops the car, and then with the backpacks, they carry the cheeses to the third cave. Eso es. Está a 1500 metros. Eh, y desde el coche hasta la cueva, con la mochila cargada, un día como hoy que no hace calor, se tarda una hora y diez minutos. With the bags, they it takes them one hour, ten minutes walking mm, with the bag. It's a height of uh, 1,500 meters, which actually, I said it wrong before, it's 4,500 feet. I think I said 7,000, 7, it's 4,500 feet high mm, where the other cave is. But they walk with the bags, one hour, ten minutes. And with the horses, it's 50 minutes in the second cave. How often do they move the cheese? How many people and how many wheels at a time? 
eh, two people two the, the father-in-law and the brother-in-law eso es okay. cuatro so, lo hemos uh, subido a la prueba y, y cuántas cuántas veces uh, eh, normalmente subimos cada cuatro días a, a las dos de arriba days, every four days a las a las a las dos aquella y a la otra y cuántas ruedas lleváis en una seis, seis normalmente bueno lo, lo que pueda cada persona seis quesos de cada vez digamos six cheese each one quince uh, kilos cada uno sí. Bueno, un momento por el tema de los kilos. Eh, ya. Yeah. So about six wheels. Six wheel entre, entre todos o no? No, no, cada uno. Cada uno. Each one. Six. The, the, ¿Tu mujer también va? Sí, sí. Ah. So they go the four. Is the, he, his Mi mujer, wife, por ejemplo, lleva cuatro. brother-in-law and father-in-law. And normally six wheels each, the wife carries four. Mm. Yes. Tell me, tell me. Aprovecháis el viaje para traer, yes. <laughs> Aprovechamos el viaje para llevar quesos. So yes, uh, they they use this trip to do as much work as possible to transport it there, do the work that has to be done inside the cave that we will see now, which is the hardest or the most important part of the whole process, mm -hmm. and then they take the cheese that are ready back. Mm -hmm. Luego esta cueva, estas cuevas, como me preguntabais antes, eh, son públicas. So well, yes, the caves belong to the municipality, eh, to the county, but um, specific caves are uh, administrated. They are used by the cheese regulating council of Cabrales, all right, because there are other other caves as well. And then normally, if the caves is big, very big. Or, or big, let's say, different producers will use it. But the one we are going to use now, which is a small one, is only used by them, by, by Quesería Maín. Eso es. Mm. Ahí, ahora mismo entre los 29 o 28 que somos, elaborando Cabrales. Vale. And so if there are 28 producers of Cabrales, uh, there are 17 caves used, and three are very small, tres son pequeños. Three small ones, and the other ones, the other 14, are quite big. So let's, so I, habrá dos más utilizadas por dos productores. Por dos queseros, eso es. So there are two, from the three, there are three small ones only used by three producers. He's one of them with this cave. <coughs> there are two caves, also small, used by two producers. All natural caves? Sí. Yes, 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 natural caves. El uso de estas cuevas siempre fue de generación en generación. Y si no lo permito, lo okay. va a hacer el Consejo right. Regulador. All right. So, yes, it's, it's already organized by the Cheese Regulating Council, no? The caves, the use of them. And uh, the producers are always using the same caves, okay? Um, even if there is, um, if, if he wants to bring his cheese to a cave where he's normally not bringing it, he's not allowed. The only way to get place in a cave is because you inherit it. For example, if his parents retire and... Or, pass away in the future, and the, then he inherits eh, that that place. That the only way to get place is inheriting it, or because somebody uh, stops making it, making cheese, and then also gives it to him. Says, well, look, I, I let you use my spaces. In the caves that are more accessible, that are easier to reach, uh, the regulating council says, The, it's not possible to leave any free room. If you are making cheese in one of these accessible caves and you stop doing it, you have to leave that space to somebody else. Normally it will be a, a producer that has cheese in the farther caves. So 
that way the council is facilitating that everybody can make it easier, no? have more approachable the caves. So the, it's not possible to have empty room in the accessible caves. Always somebody should be using them. Por eso volvemos al principio. That means that, for example, if he, he inherits from his family several rooms, several, uh, several rooming caves that are accessible, but he's going to use only, let's say, one third of them, he's obliged to give the use of the other two thirds uh, to lend other producers to use that spaces. Okay? They cannot be empty rooms. But here is a small cave. Uh, we will walk few steps down. Then we have to walk something like t 10 meters, and then uh, we are there. So uh, just careful when walking down the steps. Hay we will go in here. Prendo la luz y con cuidado vamos bajando. Okay. Hay un cable. Hay un cable para. Hay un, un cable para sujetarse por la escalera, ¿vale? Javier plugs in a generator okay, for us so to have some lights as we uh, enter the cave. Are, now we are here, 19. Let's say yes, 10 going in. As we enter the main chamber of the cave where the cheeses are aged, we are greeted with the magnificent view of tall wooden shelves filled with different stages of cheese, slowly turning blue. Some are obviously young, still white, with just a tinge of color, while others are a deep blue, almost black, sitting in a pool of ooze. Javier explains a bit about the process of caring for the cheese once it's in the cave. I smell the cheese. Okay, please, here, here where I am now, be careful. Eh, that is, can be a bit slippery, the floor. I will help you also. And also the head frame, the door frame is not high. Careful with your head. Es este, que sean cuevas naturales y que estén dentro del municipio de Cabrales. As we were saying before, one of the rules, one of the conditions to make Cabrales cheese is that the cave must be a natural cave. Yes, and has be inside, must be inside the, the council of, Cab of Cabrales. Well, this is a very small cave. Huh? So for him, he describes it like a miniature cave compared to the other ones that are much bigger than this. Tranquilamente, y 15. Wow, sí, sí. The, other, the big case he's talking about could be 10 or 15 times bigger than what we are seeing here. Mm -hmm. if, if you were to be working on the hill and you find a new opening to a new cave, can you claim that as your cave? Si estás trabajando en la montaña y de repente encuentras una cueva, Si tú la puedes arreglar como se hacía antiguamente y usarla tú solo, hmm. o tienes que compartirla. Well, yes, it will be possible. You will have to tell the regulating council, mm -hmm. ask for permission. Y he says doesn't happen so nowadays that because there is no the traditional shepherd work so much. Shepherd work no more. Okay. No, but they don't find this so mm -hmm. commonly. Mm -hmm. Normalmente eh, ocurría eso, había pastores pastoreando por el monte. Because traditionally happened that the shepherds were walking, no, in the mountains and they would find accidentally one cave and then they would let the neighbors of the area know so they could arrange it and prepare it to to mature the cases, the ripe the cases there. Ripen the cases there. We are seeing here okay, here on your left side, these are the youngest cheeses, the fresher, and you can see 
that some of them have, I'm not talking of the very top ones, eh? the white, the white ones, but we can see that already mm -hmm. has penicillium, eh? some of them. ¿Veis los últimos de arriba? Bueno, esos son un poco más viejos, igual que estos. Tienen, vale. tienen 15 días más que los blancos. Ah, ok. Well, she's vale. showing us with the light. Mm -hmm. The youngest, eh? fresher, these ones. The ones at the bottom and the ones on the back have 15 more days than the whiter. 15, 20 días. 15, 20 days more. Y estos de aquí, ahora mismo, son los más antiguos que hay. And these ones here are the, the oldest ones, let's say. They have been here for months. Eh? And then soon they will be removed from here. Eso es. Does the cave keep going or is this the end? Hasta donde llega la Hasta forma. ahí llega. Eso y 5 metros. Mm. These and five more meters, no like porque, 15 feet more. No hay más quesos porque terminan un agujero. Uh -huh. There are no, no more cheese farther than what we see because okay. it ends in, in nothing, a very narrow space. Are they sweating due to the salt? Or are they wash? En este caso, eh, dentro de la cueva, como os decía, es. So that's why he was saying the, the probably the most important or hardest part of the war to make this cheese is made in the cave, because uh, once a week they have to to clean the penicillium, this this mold, and that's why they wash them because they develops a lot. Eso es, y se limpian con el agua filtrada de la lluvia. Okay, so to wash them, uh, they use the rainwater and uh, there are filtrations in the cave. You see these uh, pipes or these tubes. So the water is canalized through to this uh, vat and then with a little bucket. Uh, in the bucket inside there is water. So they take a cheese, a wheel, they put it inside to wash it with the water. And then uh, the idea is to remove the, the penicillium. Sometimes you have to brush it because it's hard. Okay, and then so... Cada cinco días, ¿no? ¿no? Cada semana. Cada semana, sí. So once a week, they do this, and they put it there. Todos. Estos de aquí se limpiaron hace dos días. So, these, for example, were washed two days ago. These ones are, are ready, almost ready to be taken away, so they won't wash them again. And these ones will be drier because it was three days ago that they washed them. So they are constantly, yes, doing all this, all this work. Normalmente son de los árboles que había cerca de esas cuevas. Entonces suelen ser de haya o de roble. Okay, in the farther caves, uh, the wood is the wood they use the wood from the trees around the cave, and some of them, some of that wood is older than he, he says, mm -hmm. and normally is a oak oak tree. Then we're gonna let the Thank other ones so come much. in. Yeah. Gracias. Gracias. Queda la degustación. Bueno, nos queda el otro grupo. Sí, bueno, también, pero... If you're interested in seeing pictures and learning more about Cabral's cheese, visit my blog, cheeseunderground.com. Our program today was produced with the help of the fabulous Uriah Carpenter. Thank you, Uriah, for your patience, your expertise, and for all of your help with this first season of Cheese Underground Radio. Our theme music was composed and performed by Point Five, one of my favorite local bands out of Mineral Point, Wisconsin. So that's it for today. Be sure to keep up with us on cheeseunderground.com. You can also find me on Facebook, search Cheese Underground, or follow me on Twitter, at Cheese Geek. Have a great week.
This episode of Cheese Underground Radio is sponsored by the Caves of Faribault, makers of cave-aged blue cheeses in Faribault, Minnesota. Try their Ama Blue, the first blue cheese made and marketed in the United States, or St. Pete Select, a signature premium American blue cheese. Caves of Faribault cheeses are the only cheeses in America aged in natural, underground, sandstone caves. Learn more at FaribaultDairy.com.